action. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Welcome to our very first podcast. Welcome to the gig and Erica are kids these days. Yeah. Because kids these days was taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, how about we talk, we'll introduce ourselves a little bit, talk yeah, a bit about ourselves. Sure. Do you want to go first? Sure. I am Erica McKittrick. I am the Erica part of Gig and Erica. And... Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Gig Morton. I am the gig part of Erica and Gig or Gig and Erica. Doesn't really matter which way we have it. Um, I'm a professional actor. I'm 23 years old. You guys don't really need to know how old I am, but that's that's how old I am. Fun facts. Fun facts. Yeah. Um, we've been wanting to make a podcast for a long time, so this is our first one. It's a uh, probably going to be a little bit unpolished because it is our first one we haven't even done a practice one so yeah we're just jumping right into it yep and uh we want it to be pretty like casual laid back just for people to relax and my voice almost just cracked right there (laughs) (laughs) people to relax and just enjoy we want to just talk about you know things that uh we face in today's society us kids we're not kids but you guys get it kind of are the kids though yeah like, I mean, I still feel like I'm, like, a teenager. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like an adult. Well, especially since, like, our parents are the baby boomer generation. So, like, one of the original generations to say, oh, kids these days, like, kind of thing. I'm <laughs> sure it's not. But... so negatively. Yeah, it you is. Know? It's always like, oh, kids these days. Yeah. Those dang kids. Those dang kids. That's what we should have called the podcast. Those dang those kids. Those dang kids. Yeah, maybe we'll <laughs> rename the podcast to Those Dang Kids. Erica, no, Gig and Erica are Those Dang Kids. Those dang kids. <laughs> okay, well, our first, we might as well just get into it, right? Yeah, for sure. Our first podcast is uh, about our celebrity encounters. I, I, we both feel this way where we don't really, like, we try and treat celebrities like real people, even if we've never met them try and think of them as real people but it's hard because like there's such a huge celebrity culture where like i don't know they're just treated like like these like like they're not people you know what I yeah mean? exactly there's something some magical or like superheroes almost mm-hmm. um but luckily we're lucky that we've gotten to work with people who are considered celebrities I mean, I've even been called a celebrity before, and I don't. I think that's kind of dumb. I I wouldn't consider myself a celebrity, um, but like I've met people before where they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm meeting you!" Like, I'm like they don't know what to say. But then the same they're star, starstruck. They're starstruck, and then at the same time, I've met people where I felt that way, and I kind of compare those two experiences, and I think, well, that's that's not right. I'm not one of those people. Well, and it's so weird because, like, I always say oh you know they're real people we should treat them as real people like i would never get starstruck and then i see somebody that i like look up to or that you know i've seen in movies and stuff and i just like sometimes i just freeze i get i'm like oh my god it's them you know yeah because we're like we're taught to think that way i guess yeah and i guess i guess it's just sort of a i wonder if it's a biological thing where we see someone that and we never meet them and we kind of idolize them because they're so good at what they do or or they they're so attractive like there's always something mm-hmm. associated with them and then when you see them in person you kind of have like that that fight flight or freeze almost kind of thing it's like a weird 
weird reaction. Yeah, it's almost like, like maybe they aren't real, you know? Like when you yeah. haven't met them or like seen them in person. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe they're like, like we were saying, not a real person, right? Yeah, and people do definitely get caught up in that, like they're not a real person thing because you see people treat celebrities like they aren't real people. Like they, they almost try to attack them or they completely disregard their personal space or their sense of like privacy well there's also the other side of it where people think because they've seen these celebrities in like movies or like they listen to their music or whatever they think i know them and i know like i know so much about them i'm like their friend and then they treat it like they should be friends even though they've never met this person you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely yeah because i i mean I don't want to say I've had that, but I've, I've seen it where yeah. somebody expects to almost be involved in their personal life mm-hmm. and be treated like either like a significant other or a best friend when you've never met this person before. I've, I've seen that firsthand, actually. I'm not going to go into detail, but it's, it's pretty scary because then, then all boundaries are kind of put on hold almost or Absolutely, like disregarded. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so we'll talk about our celebrity experiences. I just wanted to talk about that because it's like when I see a celebrity, like I just said that, but we've seen someone on the street recently where, and I'll talk about it in a minute, but where we don't we don't go up to them, we don't bother them because yeah, we know, we don't really. We've seen a couple people on the street, and unless it's, well, I mean, we'll get into it, but we don't. We don't go up and like ask for photos. It feels weird because like, once again, you wouldn't go up to a stranger, like say like someone you saw on Instagram who was just like on your explore page and they're not like, they have like 10 followers and you saw a photo of them and then you see them in real life. You wouldn't go up to them and ask for a selfie, right? It's just because this person has is famous. They, like, and I guess there's nothing wrong with it. I just, I see it as a little weird cause I'm in the industry, like we're in the industry too. And if yeah like i i personally have no problem with somebody coming up to me and asking for a picture or or even just to say hi because like i remember when i first moved to la i was at the grocery store and then someone tweeted me or i think tweeted me and was like were you at ralph's in cerritos and i was like yeah well you should have come up and said hi because like in my opinion it's a little like it's not there's nothing wrong with it but it's a little bit more awkward to tweet me after the fact and like there's nothing wrong with that but i like i like talking to people so i'm an, i'm usually an extrovert so i guess that's just my personality but i always feel like i'm inconveniencing like people if i if i go up to them like i don't know them i feel so awkward i don't know like maybe it just depends on the person but like i always just think they're a person and they have things to do and yeah they have a life right? you don't want to you don't want to interrupt their life yeah especially like you don't know if everyone has personal stuff they're dealing with so you don't know whether but they're if, going through something at that time right but also like i totally understand if they're like your idol like for me i love lana del rey i've loved her like ever since i was a teenager and if i saw her on the street i would 100 percent go up to her and ask her for a photo so i guess it just it just completely depends on like who this person is if you like you see someone on the street who's a celebrity and you're like well i don't like them but it would be cool to get a photo with them to put on instagram to like flex to all my followers you know yeah i think that's kind of messed up 
it's also good to read the situation too because yeah when mr young was still really big i was at a concert and during there was like a break in the middle of the concert and someone recognized me and wanted to get a photo with me and then before i knew it like all of a sudden there was like a lineup of people wanting to take a picture with me and like that was a really weird experience for me because i i don't it's it's almost like you don't want to have your ego experience that but i think half the people thought i was because um what's his name simpson cody simpson was performing and uh i think some I people thought, thought him. someone turned around and said are you cody simpson's brother i'm like you've been hearing me talk for the last like 10 minutes to these people i don't have an australian accent <laughs> Um, but so you think like most people don't even know who you are. I I wonder because when because it's that kind of um, mob mentality, right? Mm. You see one person who's getting a a photo or an autograph from somebody, you think, oh, that person must be important. Yeah. I gotta be involved. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know whether that was what was going on, or people were like, oh, I really like Mr. Young, because there were there was one person who for sure I remember was like, oh, you were on Mr. Young. I really want to get a photo with you. But then when there's a light up, I can't like talk to every single person. And then security was like looking at me going like the break's gonna be over soon you gotta wrap this up this is like a safety hazard and i was like i can't i like i literally said to them like we gotta we gotta stop doing this let's just enjoy the concert and people didn't really listen but yeah well i totally understand like like you said reading what was that that was a dog <laughs> <laughs> reading the situation one of one of the things that i wanted to talk about was we saw blake lively on the street and she, it was when they were filming Deadpool 2, and she must have been here, like, obviously visiting Ryan Reynolds, or maybe not, maybe she's just having a vacation, who knows? <laughs> but she was total incognito mode, like, like, hat on, like, sunglasses, sunglasses, sweatpants, and, like, she had her kids, like, in, like, a double stroller thing, and they were, like, hat and sunglasses, you know? And... I love Blake Lively and I was like oh my god that's Blake Lively gig was like is that Blake Lively and I was like oh my god that's Blake Lively <laughs> freaking out <laughs> and part of me wanted to go up to her and be like hey I love you as an actor you're so good I like grew up on Gossip Girl but then I thought she really looks like she does not want to be recognized and like it was busy downtown and I was thinking if one person goes up to her and recognizes her suddenly there's gonna be so many people so it's kind of like you got to pick and choose like like read the situation like Gig said yeah anyways let's get into our uh, our own yeah for sure experiences do you want to start oh well I just said something about Blake Lively so you go okay. ahead and do so uh, the first one I have on my list is um I was flying from Sacramento to Oh no, I was flying, yeah, I was flying from Sacramento to LA because I was visiting my mom in Sacramento and uh, just waiting to board my flight. And like, I was in one of the last like groups to get on. So I was just like hanging back. And then all of a sudden these people rush in because they're late for their flight. And it's this woman, I think a couple women. And then all of a sudden I instantly recognize the dude, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> and he was like, he was totally like he is in, in like movies and stuff. He was like, kind of flustered but still got that like cool vibe like mm. flowy vibe to him and it was just like i was my heart started racing because like <laughs> like not only is he like the dude but he's jeff bridges such an right icon, he's yeah. such an icon and then uh i'm just gonna tell this because it was funny because he was he was rushed everyone was rushed because the flight was literally board, boarding and i guess they were late 
and uh, he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And they're like, oh, the bathroom's over there. And he he basically walks into the women's washroom <laughs> and then and then realizes he's in the wrong bathroom and goes across the hall to the other bathroom. I don't bathroom. think any of the women would mind. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody would have cared. I think all the women would have been like, okay, no problem. <laughs> Awesome. That was a cool experience. I, I, and I texted you right away. I was like, I just yeah. saw Jeff Bridges. Well, you were like, I think it's Jeff Bridges. And like, not even a minute later, you're like, it's Jeff Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> like 100%. And like, he was, I'm pretty sure he was wearing like, you know, like flip-flopped shorts, a t-shirt, like a kind of loose t-shirt. And one of those um, like wool cardigan things. Oh, it's yeah. like his classic outfit. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah. That was a good one. One of my favorite ones is, um, Gig and I were in... LA and we were kind of having a bad day I don't, I don't know if we were like maybe we were fighting or something I don't even know but we were like you know what let's just go to Santa Monica and like have a good day so we went down to Santa Monica and we're like let's go down to the pier go down to the beach and we see there's like tents set up and there's like the parking lot is all blocked off and we're like what the heck's going on so we go down there and there's like a film festival or something on and yeah like we had no idea that this was gonna going on yeah and like we were trying to figure it out we saw i don't know like a couple people going in and there was like like crowds lining up like along the where it was blocked off and they were like freaking out and like cheering and yelling like there was like paparazzi yelling yeah there's like car like black cars lined up like private cars and um well and then even mcgregor (laughs) arrives on his motorcycle yeah it was awesome yeah um and then i see eric roberts and people are like, Eric, Eric, come here. And he literally goes down the line, like, of the parking lot, like, where people are lined up, like, big crowds, and goes down and shakes everybody's hand and says hello to everybody. Like, I'm not joking. And, like, that was, like, I love Eric Roberts. I loved him in The Dark Knight. And <laughs> I'm a big Batman fan. And, uh, and so I was like, if he comes down here and says hi, I'm going to ask him for a photo like 100%. And he he came down and like just shook our hands and we were like we were like hey like I was like kind of like gig say something cuz I was <laughs> I was starstruck. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Eric Roberts." <laughs> and um so gig was like, "Hey, do you mind if my my girlfriend gets a photo with you?" And he was like, "Of course. Let's all get in." And he like puts his arms around us. Yeah. He was so sweet. And then there was this other woman who was like crying. Yeah. And she was like, "I love you so much." And he, he was like, well, then let's take a photo. Yeah. And so she pulls out her phone and he gives her a big kiss on the cheek. Yeah. And she was just like crying. She was like, thank yeah. you so much. And like, that was honestly like the nicest thing I've ever seen. Because most celebrities, like they, they love their fans, of course. And they take photos and stuff, but they don't go like personally say hi to like every single person. Like that's pretty rare. You can tell he really, really loves that part of his job. Yeah. And I think there's, I think anybody who's had any kind of, recognition publicly has a little bit of fear of what could go wrong yeah but i think you got to kind of have faith um in just the goodness of people to know that if you if you have a positive attitude towards them approaching you and talking to you that they're probably going to have a positive attitude towards you too Mm -hmm. sorry for that tiny voice crack (laughs) yeah yeah but that was cool i mean there was a lot of celebrities we saw um at that specific event. At that specific event, yeah. but none of them went down the line like that. No. That was crazy. Yeah, because we saw. We also saw. Um, 
Who else was there? Um, we saw Benicio del Toro. Yeah. People were yelling Oprah, but I never saw her, so I don't know if that was real. Yeah. Well, I think we saw Oprah's friend. Gail. Gail. <laughs> Oprah and Gail. But it's funny, because, like, I don't really know much about that kind of stuff, and, like, your grandma's a big fan of, like, Oprah and Ellen and yeah. knows about all that, because, mm-hmm. like, I don't watch cable television most of the time, so I was like, Gail? Who's Gail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... And then the other person that I always see, like, and last year I saw a couple, I think I saw a couple times, I definitely saw her at LAX when I was just coming in, or I was picking up my mom, Kiernan Shipka, Mm. because I remember that was just when um, the first part of uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was coming out, and, like, you auditioned for it, I auditioned for it, (laughs) so it was kind of like, we kind of had that in in our sights, we knew about it, so I saw her at LAX, and then... Uh, and then I'm pretty sure I saw her in the streets of New York, like yeah. almost a year later. Well, and we were just there for a week. Yeah, like eight days. And then, like, just walking on the street, you just see somebody that always blows me away. Like, that's happened a few times to us. Like, um, in Vancouver, we saw Elizabeth Mitchell. Like, when we first started dating, we were walking on like Robson Street or something, mm-hmm. and she had this huge coat on, and I made eye contact with her, and I recognized her. And she just, like, her eyes went wide, and, like, she pulled her coat over her face. And I was like, well, I'm not saying hi to her. (laughs) That reminds me. I actually saw, um, what's her name? She plays Archie's mom. Oh, uh, Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. I saw her, like, right where we saw Elizabeth Mitchell. Oh, yeah. I saw her the other day when I was on my way to work. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, she's here right now because they're filming, um, because Luke Perry passed away. Yeah. So... I have a feeling that has something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. But, um... So sudden. So sad. Yeah. Um... I didn't mean to make that sound like a meme, honestly. (laughs) Um, another person who... Oh, well, we actually saw Casey Cott from Riverdale on Robson Street as well. Oh, (laughs) right. We were going to, um... We're going to Cactus Club Cactus or something. Club. And yeah. you were like, oh, that's uh, the guy from Riverdale. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? He's like, that guy with the baseball cap that just walked by. He's a friend. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's the thing. I always I always see people in public, and I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so. Like, and I always have no idea what you're talking about. And well, you don't know names. I don't know names. And for some reason, I remember strangers. I'll see a stranger on the train or something, and then like a month later... I'll see them again. I'll remember who they were. Like, I'll remember where I saw them. Yeah, we were on the SkyTrain. And there was this guy. I mean, he was pretty unique looking. But then, like, a couple weeks later, Gig's like, oh, that's the guy who was on the SkyTrain that time. I'm like, what? How do you remember that? (laughs) So funny. To be fair, I think in that specific situation, he had forgotten his bag. And I grabbed it. And I was like, hey, you forgot your bag. Mm. Or someone did. So you had, like, an interaction with him. It was like a... A memorable situation. I, you can call that a memorable situation. The thing is, I've probably walked past a bunch of celebrities and not even known because I don't look at people's faces. I'm like, I'm an anxious walker. I walk really fast and I don't look at people. I thought you were going to say, I'm an anxious girl. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but that was like, Chris O'Dowd did that though. We saw him on Melrose in LA. Yeah. And... We were walking by, we were talking, and then we just, like, stopped talking because I saw him, and, like, once again, like, starstruck. I've only seen him in Bridesmaids, but yeah. my eyes go wide, and I see him, and 
his eyes go wide and he just like speed walks away. Yeah, he looked like deer in a headlights yeah, and then all like of a sudden like don't recognize like I could hear the word don't recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. That's like like what if you you start acting because you love it and you don't want to be famous and then suddenly you're like launched into fame. Like that'd yeah. be hard. And you have like social anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Or maybe maybe he he likes meeting people it's just like he's having a bad day like you never know with celebrities right like mm-hmm. they're people too yeah. bad days too yeah exactly i mean that's like exactly what the next one i'm gonna talk about is usually i don't talk about people who i've worked with so these are all people we've just seen in public this is a little bit different because i haven't worked with him but i had the same agent as him for a little while and he was actually the reason why i decided to sign with that agent because I had gone to LA, it was like my agent in Vancouver was like, you've been doing well on Mr. Young, it's time for you to branch out and start being represented in the United States. So I went down to the United States, went down to Los Angeles and and met with a bunch of agents and managers and then my agent here was just like, okay, well, you know, they're all pretty good, so take your pick. And I was like thinking it over and then I went back to my hometown, I went to Comox where I was born. My dad took me to like the sushi restaurant we've always gone to. We're just sitting there and I'm thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, Matt Frewer walks in and and I had also seen, recently watched, uh, it was like a mini series by Steven Spielberg called Taken. And I'm a huge like aliens kind of like abduction fan. So he was in that and that was, I really enjoyed his character in it. And I instantly recognized him and I thought, well, he has the same manager as these guys that I'm thinking about signing with. So I go up to him and I said, hey, are you Matt Frewer? And he says, yeah. And then I said, well, I'm thinking about signing with your agency or your management. And he said, oh yeah, they actually emailed me about you the other day. And I was like, what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, do you ever see him in Comox? And I'm like, well, now you do. Um, and funny. so I took that as a sign. So I signed with them and and we actually had a pretty good relationship like that with that agent for a while. So. Uh, it was a really cool experience come full circle. Usually that's how I make, like, if it's a really tough decision, if something like that happens, I just... You look for a sign. I look for a sign. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. pretty indecisive. I am in a very general. indecisive person, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about my flaws. <laughs> it's not necessarily a flaw. It's no. just a... A trait. Yeah. But anyways, who else yeah. is on your list? On my list? Yeah. Are you out of people to talk no, about? No, I have a lot of people, actually. Okay. But, I mean, some of them you said we're not going to talk about people we worked with, so maybe I won't. Oh, no, I mean... Like, because I have, like, Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson. I was in the movie Wonder. I mean, they cut, like, three of my scenes, but... <laughs> That's <laughs> that fine. Happens. No, I'm, I'm just joking. But, um... Like, I guess... Well, I guess I could just talk quickly about it. Yeah, just talk about your experience, because they're um, really... Oh, excuse me. They're really big stars, right? And like, even yeah. when we went to the after party, the interaction that I had with Owen Wilson oh, was absolutely. quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so on set, it was, I think it was only one or two days that I was, like, I was in a scene where um, we were on stage, like, doing a play, and Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson, Jacob Tremblay, they were all in the audience. And so, like, you know, I'd see them, like, when we weren't filming and stuff. I mean, and when we were filming, but you know what I mean. And I was just scared shitless. Like, honestly. <laughs> like, I was so anxious. I was like, 
holy crap, this is, like, I grew up watching Owen Wilson movies, I love Julia Roberts, like, it was just, I was, like, my mind was, like, blown, like, when, when I auditioned for it, I knew that Julia Roberts was in it, I auditioned for, like, three characters before I got the, um, the role of Ella, and, um, I knew that she was in it when, when I auditioned, and when I, when I booked it, like, my first thought was, like, I'm gonna crap my pants, Julie Roberts is in this movie, <laughs> you know? And someone else on, on set, um, at some point, like, I, I didn't go up to her and, like, introduce myself or anything, because I was too scared, but, like, at some point, I was, like, walking up the stairs next to her, and she was talking to, like, her assistant or something, and I was like, come on, Erica, say hi, like, you can do it. But, like, she was just talking the whole time to her assistant. I didn't want to, like, interrupt, you know? Mm-hmm. It was so, like, awkward. So I never said hi. I was like, okay, you know what? At the premiere, I'll say hi to her then. It'll be fine. And in my head, like, like I'm in my trailer. I'm, like, beating myself off. I'm like, I should have said hi. Because, like, like, my grandma's a huge Julie Roberts fan as well. Yeah. And I was like, I should have, like, like, called my grandma and been like, here, talk to Julie Roberts. Like, it's the easiest thing in your head to be, like, to talk to a celebrity, you know what I mean? Well, especially for me, like, I'm pretty anxious. And, like, when it comes to talking to celebrities, I'm just, like, so scared. <laughs> but I talked to Owen Wilson. I don't know how I got the balls to do that, but I couldn't talk to Julie Roberts. That was in the, um, you told me, when you talked to Owen Wilson, it was in the lineup for lunch. For tacos. Oh, no, it wasn't. For tacos. It was for Oh, it was just snack. like hot snack. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. It's easier to talk to people when there's food, though. Like, yeah. I find that that's, like, a... <clears throat> like a biological nature na- natural thing that we're like when there's food around it's just easy to talk well the thing is i went to go get tacos and we kind of like it was like we got there at the same time and it was kind of awkward you know and i was like oh go ahead and he was like oh thanks and then um i didn't initiate the conversation he was like he was like oh so you from vancouver and i was like deer in the headlights <laughs> I, was like, <"What?" laughs> I was like yeah and he was like that's cool and i was like I was like, um, how do you like Canada? And he was like, oh, I love it. And I was like, cool. That was it. <laughs> there might have been something else. I don't know. I'm yeah. pretty sure I like blacked out during it. But he's but... like, he's one of those people that's like really genuine. Yeah. So. And I was actually surprised because, you know, he's, he's animated on screen, but he was actually quite like quiet and like reserved. I don't know really. Like when he was talking to Julia Roberts, obviously he was like, like they were like a very animated together, but like. Um, waiting to film and stuff like that he would just be like by himself he was like like content on his own you know he didn't feel like he needed to like make conversation with everybody which I feel is like as actors I always feel that that pressure like when you're like waiting to film to like make conversation with like the crew and like other actors and stuff yeah and it's like I've had it where I'll be sitting in the makeup trailer like on Mr. Young and there's somebody who isn't usually there like a guest star or or something and they come in and like I don't mean to, I've heard where it's like they didn't even talk to me in the makeup trailer right I'm not trying to be a dick and not talk to the person I'm literally like how do I come across cool how do I like not seem like a like a loser mm. and like I want to be friendly but I don't want to be like intimidating too because like I know what it's like to be on a show and come on and there's like all these regular people and they have a way of doing things yeah. and I'm just like there for the day so I have to admit, it bugs me a little bit if people don't say hi, like, in yeah. the makeup trailer, if they just completely ignore you. I've definitely like, learned that lesson. But I don't expect conversation at all. I know you're, like, getting in the zone, like, you know, 
Yeah. I don't want to interrupt that. So yeah. I say hi, and if they want to talk, then I, you know, or if I have any questions, of course. But other than that, I try to leave like people alone. Yeah. Yeah, that was like when you after you told me about how how nice and uh, Owen Wilson is in person, mm-hmm. and then when we went to the after party from the premiere, I was like, I really want to get a picture with Owen Wilson, right? But then afterwards, I really regretted it because he was like, he was just trying to hang out with his family, have like a couple of drinks and just like relax. Um, And then like after looking at the photo, I could tell he's just like putting on a face. Right. And it's like, that's nothing against him at all. It's like, I totally understand when you're just tired, you're kind of burnt out at that moment. And you're just like, I got to take another picture. Like on top of that, like I do love taking pictures with people, but I can relate. Yeah, I think that's another case of, like, read the situation. And, I mean, at, at that point, it was, like, I was thinking, oh, well, he knows me. I, like, we can just be, like, hey, can we get a photo? But, like, why did I expect him to remember me? Like, yeah. he meets so many people. And, like, we had, like, a 30-second conversation. And that was about it, right? So, probably doesn't even know my name. Probably didn't even recognize me. Like, like that's the thing. Like, you meet some, you meet a celebrity once. They meet, like, oh, my God, thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, do you have some... Well, you just talked about Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson. Should I do one of mine? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, So, I mean, again, it's like kind of not really worked with them, but had a more... Not even... But Eric McCormick, when I... He was at Project Limelight's like every Tuesday, I think they had there. They would have a panel of people and bring people in from Vancouver who work in the industry so we can hear stories of professionals pan like professional stories and from the panel wow that sentence flowed together really <laughs> nicely but you guys speaker here yeah you guys get it um so that was really cool i'd go to those often because like you get to socialize with people who are in the industry and hear Which some stories we'll actually talk about project limelight a little later yes um but anyways it was really cool because i actually like i knew that eric mccormick was on will and grace he looked really familiar but i didn't really know much about him i didn't know he was from vancouver so i learned that and then like we saw him at the airport and that was really cool and i think did i say hi to him yeah yeah i said hi to him and he was very friendly and seemed like he remembered who i was because i think i got introduced to him at the project limelight thing um but it's always like that i really like those experiences because they're not anything huge they're they're like down to earth and they really remind you that that person's a real person you know what i mean like he was at the airport said hi but it wasn't it wasn't like there was it didn't feel any pressure Mm. it just felt super casual and like relaxed and i i mean that's kind of how when i met debbie ryan dylan and cole sprouse and matt timmons the that was that could have been a really stressful situation because we were just starting Mr. Young. It was like the first or second week. And the writers of Mr. Young knew them and invited them to the set. So they, I don't know if they were in town filming something. I think so probably, but they came and watched our live show and hung out with us and came to our like first, like once we had completed the first week, came to our party that we had at the Cactus Club afterwards. And they just like hung out with us. And it was like cool to see these people that I had watched on TV, like Dylan and Cole in Mm -hmm. in particular, who I felt were kind of role models a little bit, um, to see them and just be completely normal people, Yeah, you know? To see that at 14 was uh, educational, very um, Mm eye-opening. Yeah, well, what I noticed 
I mean, I don't really know if I'm like allowed to talk about stuff like this. I do stand-in on um, some shows that film in Vancouver and Riverdale films here. And Cole, like, I've heard, like, I guess people like to trash talk him for some reason. They're like, like, I heard a story that, like, he was rude to somebody on Granville Street, you know, like. <laughs> that's It's always Granville Street, though, right? Like, that was the same thing with Shia LaBeouf. Like, I don't, I doubt that story because, you know, it was TMZ. Yeah. But um, he got drunk and, like, punched some guy. But it's always on Granville Street. Well, and, like, so I was kind of, like, prepared for, for you know, people on Riverdale to not be very nice. Cole Sprouse was, like, the nicest person I have ever interacted with on set because he, like, I stood in for him for a scene because I, I don't know, they needed another stand-in or something. We don't look alike. He's, like, six foot three or whatever. But anyways, and he was, like, he, he came up to me. He was, like, thank you so much. And, like, people, like, just so you know, like, standing in for people, actors don't usually thank you. They're just, like you know the first ad's like okay thank you second team you can step out and then the actors go in yeah they kind of don't, don't really interact yeah you don't usually interact on mr young it was different because we all hung out mm-hmm. and like sometimes the actors would run the scenes with the stand-ins if certain actors weren't available like they were in oh, a, yeah. a fitting or getting their hair and makeup done but we were all friends we would all hang out like yeah. like i still like i'll see somebody who worked on mr young working another job and i'll hang out with them and talk to them and even if it's not even an acting thing like a, yeah. we all work in in other industries because it's hard to make ends meet but like i see somebody working at a restaurant or something i'll say hi and like give them a hug and be like how you doing right mm-hmm. i just thought that was like crazy because i mean i'd only heard one story that like he broke a cd or something on granville street of somebody who was busking like i don't even know if that's real like that yeah, sounds I think fake people i think there is definitely a certain percentage of those stories that you hear that are 100% BS. But that's the thing. In our culture now, you, like, somebody can make up a story so easily and post it on Facebook and everybody believes it, mm-hmm. right? Especially about celebrities. We hold them to this standard of, like, like, because we can't ask them personally because we don't know them. We just assume that everything's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it was your friend, if you heard the story about your friend, you would get their side of the story, too. So yeah. I just feel like it's it's a little weird. Yeah. Okay, talk about some of yours, because I think I actually only have one left. Oh, well, I really want to mention seeing the Kardashians at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that was so funny. We see this group of women, and they're wearing wigs and sunglasses. They're being led around by, like, tour like, guides and security. And security, like, they have, like... I The first thing that I noticed was there's, like, these people standing around, but then there was, like, a perimeter of dudes, like, <laughs> all looking proper with their arms crossed, standing around, kind of like scanning the area i'm like what the heck is that and my first reaction was oh god look at that and gig's like uh, be funny if it was the kardashians yeah <laughs> and the whole day we didn't like we saw them a couple times or we just saw them mostly that one time i think they were like walking behind us when we were going to one of the rides well i didn't know they were walking behind us i knew they were but i was like i looked at them and i didn't recognize them at all yeah. and they had a bunch of kids and i didn't recognize any of them and um it wasn't until we got home um, I used to follow Kourtney Kardashian on Instagram. I looked at her story, and we were in her story. Like, when they were walking behind us, they were. she was taking a video of... There uh, was, a, like, Beauty and the Beast or yeah, something? Yeah, it was the Beast and Belle. And we were in her story Yeah, on we Instagram. were, like, clearly right beside... It was the weirdest thing yeah. I have ever seen or ever experienced. Because if you had told me it was the Kardashians at 
like you said, like it'd be funny if it was the Kardashians. I was like, it's not the Kardashians. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just they just seem like totally normal people. I thought maybe they were like YouTubers or something, you know? Because Kim was wearing this like long blonde wig and sunglasses. Didn't even look like her at all. They well, were wearing like baggy clothes. They're and... all so much shorter than you they're think tiny. them to they're be. Like five feet. Which is like okay for me because like I'm not a tall dude. I'm five six, right? And I that's a big insecurity of mine, especially when it comes to acting. Because like when you when you do an audition, one of the first things they ask you to say is your height. Yeah. So it's always like a worry of mine that I'm not tall enough for this or that, right? But then seeing these people who are world famous and successful, um, they're like short. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was crazy. Yeah. I really didn't expect that. And we saw somebody else that day too. Oh, I don't remember. I, don't I can't remember who it is. I have bad memory. <laughs> I always feel like it's uh, Disneyland's actually a pretty good easy, uh, pretty good place to, to, to celebrity spot because oh, everyone goes to Disneyland and it's like yeah some people get like special treatment where they get you know a private tour guide or whatever but we all share the same space. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always so many people there. Like chances are, yeah, so- at least somebody, at least one person there is. Well, especially like how easy it is to get. I guess maybe not how easy it is, but how common it is to become like Instagram famous or um, like YouTube famous, right? Like I think it was like Jenna Marbles or something recently said that like 10 years ago, there was like five channels or something that had a million followers. That were viral. Like that's a million was considered viral. Oh, absolutely. And now a million is just kind of like, you can only be viral on one platform at a time. I mean, look at PewDiePie. He has almost a hundred million subscribers. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And now there's like she was saying, there's like a thousand channels that have a million. I mean, I'm I'm just I have a bad memory. I already said that, <laughs> so yeah. I could be totally off of what she said. But you I know, mean, that's the thing it's a huge is difference. Also, like including like social media uh, personalities and stuff. Someone, one person's celebrity is not a celebrity to somebody else. Oh yeah, absolutely. So like, um, you know, sometimes we meet actors even not just people who are famous on the internet but actors who we consider to be celebrities but oh, not yeah. not everybody would know who they are like we're big fans of Battlestar Galactica and it was really big when it came out but now not everybody knows who some of the actors are like we well, went like to Tomo. An, Tomo that's what I was gonna say yeah. well, we went to an event in Los Angeles that was meant for Canadians and we meet Tomo Pennicut and he played, uh, which character was it? Uh, Hilo? Hilo, yeah. He played Hilo. And, like, we love that character on Battlestar Galactica. I mean, He's, we love everybody on we that show. We love everybody on that show, yeah. <laughs> but we were both, like, starstruck when we saw him. Well, and that was another case of, like, read the situation. Because I was like, I need a photo with him because, like, my dad's a huge fan. I want to send him a photo. And I just, like, I love the show, right? And I want, I want to have this photo with him. And so we were like, excuse me, like, you mind if we take a photo? And it was like, it's an event where, like, you're going there and you're, like, networking. You're not taking photos with people who you consider famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of unprofessional of me. I shouldn't have done no, that. I don't but... think so. Half the people there were like, let's get drunk and cel- <laughs> celebrate that we're actors, you know? And I always have trouble with those kinds of things because it's just kind of like, you know, I'm doing this and I don't, I don't want to consider myself special because I'm an actor, you know? Yeah. I understand that. 
well, I thought he was I thought he was pretty cool about it. Okay. Well, I think he just he just looked tired, better. to be honest. And I think some people they go to those things and they're like they just don't have the energy to be social, you know? Yeah, well and like not every actor is an extrovert, you know? Exactly. Some people like I mean me. <laughs> I'm not an extrovert. <laughs> I mean I think I heard a story, I don't know how true this is, I heard this in acting class. But I heard a story about um oh, now I just lost her name. Um Australian blonde been a famous actor for a long time uh nicole kidman Kidman. i heard that nicole kidman when she gets offered a movie she goes off and hides somewhere and her family has to go find her and convince her that she can do it because every time she has kind of like a bit of a breakdown it's like i can't do this i'm not capable right (laughs) and i think we all have those insecurities absolutely but the thing is when it comes to celebrities we think oh they're so great they must know it right yeah yeah, that's the thing we like put an ego on people even yeah. if they don't have one we're like yeah. oh they're so full of themselves just because they're famous and that brings back like the stories whether you know they're true or false yeah right so well i think i just kind of have one more okay yeah um or i guess i have two more i saw jay farrow recently i was doing photo double on something and i was getting her makeup done and he was in the hair and makeup trailer and he was so nice like he, he said just, hi he said hi like <laughs> we were talking about like he asked what what generation came after millennials which i'm pretty sure is gen x he didn't believe me but no it's gen z oh there's x and y and those are uh i don't know 80s and 90s no no never mind that's millennials don't quote me because obviously i don't know what i'm talking about um but he was like, I don't think you're right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> don't ask me. Yeah. But then he was talking to like the hair and makeup people. And he's just like, he's just going like, like telling jokes. And like, I mean, I know he's like, a, he's a comedian, obviously. But it was just like so refreshing because like, I feel like it, most celebrities, like I said, like hair and makeup, it's kind of like a place where you like prepare. So I don't expect people to talk to anybody else. Right. Yeah. Like, well, and like um, a, a mentor of mine got the privilege to work with um robin williams Mm. and said he started out his day completely quiet with not saying anything and then at some point in the morning he'd say a joke and it would be terrible it would be like the first joke of the day and it would be really bad and then he'd slowly warm up and by like 11 o'clock or noon he'd be like making every single person on set laugh and he was in the groove it was a warm-up he was so yeah Special. i Jeez. saw a picture of him on reddit today when he would like he was holding his uh his daughter she's oh. a baby 1989 I and i was just thinking photo... that man is just magical i saw a photo last week of of him and, and his daughter zelda like sitting on the couch playing on their ds's it oh was i remember so cute i remember when that ad oh. campaign came out he was when i was when i first started acting i had one thing on my acting bucket list and that was work with robin williams when he passed away, that was just like, that was heartbreaking for like, I think most of the world. I think everybody enjoyed Robin Williams at some point. Yeah. He was such a special person. I think he was a part of a lot of people's childhoods too. Absolutely. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Do you have anything else? I have one more. Okay, um, let's try and make it a positive. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's not directly... I didn't meet her, but when I was a teenager, I was a huge fan of Iggy Azalea, and I bought tickets for her concert, 
she tweeted that her tour was all ages, but it was at, um, the concert here in Vancouver was at uh, a 19 plus venue and I was 18. And I was kind of nervous going, I was going with my best friend and we were like, okay, we're just gonna try to go in, you know, and we get to the door and they're like, ID. <laughs> we're like, frig. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, okay, well, we'll be back, you know, and then I like was crying and my best friend was like, don't worry about it. Let's just like sell the tickets and then we'll try to get in. Like we'll, we'll go to the, the back alley and just listen to the concert from outside. So we did that and um, the concert hadn't started yet. Um, and we were just sitting, like, there's, like, a back door to this venue, right? And Iggy Azalea's stylist comes out, um, Allie, and, like, I knew all about everybody who worked in Iggy Azalea, because I was, like, a huge fan. And she was like, what are you guys doing out here? And I, I couldn't talk to people, so my friend uh, Caitlin was like, oh, we got tickets and we thought it was all ages, but they wouldn't let us in because we're underage. And she was like, that's ridiculous. I'm going to get you into the meet and greet. And we were like, what? <laughs> so she goes in, she goes back in, and Caitlin's like, don't get your hopes up. And uh, she comes back out and she's like, well, the meet and greet just ended and we couldn't get you in. I'm so sorry, but we're going to get you, we're going to get you autographs. And I was like, okay. Like, I didn't know, really know what was going on. I was like, what the heck? So she's like, what are your names? So we gave our names. She comes back with autographs from Iggy Azalea, and she's like, sorry, you couldn't make it in. Like, thank you so much for coming. And then, like, her hairdresser comes out, and, like, her dancers come out, and they're all, like, talking to us, and, like, it was just crazy. Like, like even though we didn't get to see her, we still, like, experienced the concert. We could hear it from outside, and we got to meet all these people. Like, it was crazy. And then Allie, I was wearing... I, I, I put on this outfit that was, like, inspired by one of Iggy Azalea's early music videos. And um, Allie was the stylist for that music video. And she was like blown away. She was like, I can't believe you, you wore this. So she took a photo and put it on Instagram. And I was so shook. Like I couldn't sleep that night. I was like jittery, like, oh my God, it really made my, my year. That was crazy. That's a really shows. cool experience. Yeah. You know? Even though you didn't get to meet like the person that you're hoping to see, yeah. you you almost got like a a personalized treatment. Absolutely. Yeah. It was so sweet. She spelled my name wrong, but that's fine. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> it was just so nice of her to like to actually because most people I feel like they'd be like, okay, well, you, like you should have read the rules or whatever. But the thing is, I guess because she had tweeted saying it's all ages everywhere at every yeah. show right yeah so she was probably a little pissed off too I'd that's imagine. that's the venue's mistake but yeah anyways maybe we should wrap it up yeah yeah you don't have anything else no i don't have anything else uh i actually really enjoyed this was a cool podcast like yeah. i'm excited to make more <laughs> um but before we end we want to try and have a thing at the end of every podcast whether we be, ever become sponsored or not it doesn't matter um, we're still going to do this, so we're going to shout out something. Erica. Yeah, um, we... Gig really loves this... That's not a charity. What do you call it? No, it's a non-profit organization. <laughs> it's a non-profit organization. We thought every episode of the podcast, we were going to shout out something that is special to us. And this episode, we decided on Project Limelight, which we mentioned earlier. 
Um, Project Limelight is a nonprofit performing arts program that offers kids age eight to 15 a safe space to like build an artistic community and to like create usually musicals, right? With... It plays or musicals and oftentimes they bring in people like me, like I've, I've, I've uh, volunteered mm-hmm. for them and we, we teach them a little bit about like the film and television industry and they, just Yeah, they have workshops with performing. like professional actors, dancers, like performers. And this is all at no cost for the kids. And they provide like nutritious meals and snacks to the kids at every workshop and rehearsal. And, um, you know, they do this all for free. They're a nonprofit, right? Like, that's why we wanted to shout it out. And if you guys are interested in donating, you can go to their website. It's projectlimelightsociety.org. And there's a support button and all donations you can get a charitable tax receipt just so you know yeah and so if you guys want to like help us out that would that would be great to instead of donating to us yeah we would love it if you donated to them yeah anyways uh thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're watching um i this was so cool i'm excited to make more um and i hope you guys enjoyed all right see see you guys next time okay (laughs) thanks for listening bye bye